Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about living your life for yourself and living a life that supports your higher purpose. As I was doing my meditation today and asking, you know, what do people really need to hear about today? The message was loud and clear. It's that you need to be living the life that you want to live for yourself and that that life should be supporting your dreams. So if you are constantly saying yes to doing things that you don't want to do, that aren't going to support the kind of life that you want to live, it's time for you to start reevaluating your commitments and thinking about saying no to things that don't really serve you. And that's difficult for a lot of us to do. But the universe wants us to live lives that are happy and full of joy. And if you're living a life where you can't say that most of the time it's happy and joyful, then you need to be doing something about it. Most of the time when we aren't feeling an extreme sense of peace and happiness, it's because we are denying what our true purpose in life is. So many of us feel like we're not where we're supposed to be or we have a higher purpose, but we don't know what it is. And it's that whole spiritual awakening thing, right? Many of you have written to me and told me, oh my, okay awakening that was me it's exactly how I've been feeling only I didn't know that there was a name for it and I thought I was going crazy and it just felt like my life was just being turned upside down and I didn't know what was happening and I wanted to rest assure all of you that you are not going crazy it is a thing to be going through a spiritual awakening to feel like you're going crazy because a lot of your life It's about shedding the old for this new life because oftentimes we do things out of habit and yet those things don't really serve us. They don't serve a purpose for us. They're just things that we've done in our lives because it's what we've always done. Same with having limiting beliefs. We've talked about that before, right? It's not that this limiting belief is serving you. It's actually doing quite the opposite for you. But you've done it your whole life because it's been conditioned in you. And there are a lot of things in our lives that we've been conditioned to do. If you think about it, we are creatures of habit and routine. I know myself, I am very particular about making sure that I have everything ready to go the night before before I go to work so that in the morning all I have to do is really just you know get up get dressed do hair and makeup grab my lunch coffee and go and that's just what I've always done and the interesting thing is now that I have so much time I find myself getting to work really early which is fine but one morning I got up and I realized that because it would had been such a crazy day the day before I didn't make my lunch. And normally I would have been like, oh my gosh, you know, now I'm running late. It would have been a panic moment. 
But because I live so close, it was not a big deal at all. I was like, oh, I actually have time to make that now. And I do all of these things, the making the lunch the night before, everything that I do, because that's what I've always done, and it's out of habit. And before, it was kind of a necessity, because I didn't live close, so I had to get everything ready so I could get as much sleep as possible in that morning before. But now, if I forget something or something happens, it's really not a big deal, because I'm close. And that's been a little bit weird to get used to. But I'm still this creature of habit who wants to get my lunch ready and get all of these things ready. So I can understand why we get into the habit of doing things simply because we've always done them. Yeah, it's easy to understand. We're creatures of habit. We do that. But a lot of the things that we do in our lives because they're habit don't serve us. You know, they're not making our lives happier or better. And oftentimes there are things that we could eliminate if we wanted to. And they might make our lives better. Um, I just feel like there's so many people who take on so much. And they really don't need to do that. And I've mentioned this example before, but I used to be that, I look like the Atlas guy, right? I had everything on my shoulders and I still, I'm not going to say that I'm still not guilty of that because I'm human and that's one of the many lessons that I know I have to learn is that I don't have to do everything myself. And that's been a lesson, but it's still, you know how when we go through lessons, we get tested over and over. Like, are you learning this? Did you learn it? And I know that oftentimes I will be tested and I still fail the lesson, right? I don't get it right away. Like, oh, this is a lesson. But it's this, I'm taking all of this on, but do I need to? Do I need to? And the truth is, I don't. There are a lot of things that I can delegate to other people, but I just need to do it. I need to say, hey, can you help me? Can you do this? Can you do that? And as I said, my kids were the ones who kind of pointed out to me before, like, hey, we could help you with that. You know, my son was like, hey, I can go pick up your groceries or I can go do this. And he could, and he was totally capable of that. And that was part of that whole letting go. Because honestly, if he had said that to me before, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that's so awesome. Thank you. And it would have been a load off my plate, but I didn't even think to ask him. And he's the one who came to me, and had I thought about it, or even asked a long time ago, this could have been something like one less thing that would have been off my plate a long time ago. But I'm too, I'm not a control freak, I wouldn't say that. It's just, I've always been the one who's had to do things. And so as my kids have gotten older, I'm not realizing that, hey, yeah, you had to do all these things when they were younger because they were younger, but now they're older and now they can help you with these things. So that's a great feeling when you know that you have people you can turn to. And even just having somebody that you can turn to when you have a problem or an issue that comes up, being able to talk to somebody about it is a great thing. And it's extremely helpful to have someone who's kind of your balance. That's amazing. And it's, uh, I highly recommend having somebody that you can go to 
because everybody needs that person who balances you out when you're on this emotional roller coaster and you're up here, you need somebody to bring you back down again. And, and that's a great asset for you is to have someone who can do that for you. But what I want you to think about is when you look at your life, are you living a life that's supporting your dreams and where you want your life to go? And I say that because many of us don't. We aren't living a life that would support our dreams and our goals and where we know we want to be in the next 10 years. Yet we keep doing the same thing over and over again. And you know, you've heard that the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and to expect different results. And it's exactly what I'm talking about. People have this plan. And I know many of you have your vision boards where you have your future dream home or your future job or the car that you want or whatever you have on your vision board. Yet you're not doing anything to take steps to make any of these things a reality. For example, if you know that you want to save up for this dream home, yet you keep spending and spending and spending and overspending, even though you know you're trying to save up for this. I'm a big believer in you can manifest anything and money comes in easily, and I, I believe that, I do. But I also believe that there are a lot of people who get into this habit of, I don't feel good emotionally, so I do things like spending money, which gives me a temporary high, because it does. It releases endorphins in the same way that exercising does. But it's a temporary thing. It doesn't last. So you might make that big purchase. And for a moment, you feel really good about it. Like, oh, I have all this new stuff. And then you get the bill. And then you start to feel bad. And then it can be like a cycle that's hard to get out of. And the universe is saying, you know, look, we recognize that it's easy to get into the cycle of debt because you already kind of have a lack mindset of I've got these bills to pay and you're already feeling bad about other things. And so for a lot of people, the easiest thing to do is just to dig, put your head in the sand, like bury your head in the sand and not worry about it and not think about it and not do anything about it. And that debt just gets bigger and bigger. And maybe it's that you're with a partner who does that. Because I certainly know that I have family members that that is the case. They have a partner who spends and spends and spends to the point that they don't even know what their expenses are. And that was certainly the case when I was in my toxic marriage several years ago. I had no idea how much money my ex-husband was spending and putting it all on my credit card. And when we finally got separated, divorced, it's like, here's this $8,000 bill now that's in your name, and you get to take care of it. And no, it wasn't fair, um, but I didn't really look at it that way. I just looked at it as, okay, well, this happened, and now I've got to take care of it, and that's what I'm going to do. 
and I didn't have $8,000. I didn't have thousands of anything laying around. I just knew that I had to put money towards it every month and do what I can. And um, eventually, when it got down a little, I just took out a personal loan, which had much less interest. And so it stopped the credit card debt from, you know, accumulating more interest. And I just took out a personal loan and paid off the credit card and then paid back the loan. And that ended up being a really good solution for me because I didn't have high interest. At least it wasn't racking up. And I was, I had a monthly payment that I'm like, okay, I can make this and I will do this. And I had this goal. And before I knew it, it was paid off. And it didn't really feel like it took that much time, although I know it did take a few years, but um, it was a way for me to manage it. And if I had just stuck my head in the sand and ignored it, I might have racked up so much interest on that credit card bill. I probably would have had to like declare bankruptcy or something crazy like that, and my credit score would have been horrible, but I didn't have to do any of that. And it was simply because I just decided to take control of my finances. And there are a lot of places you can turn to. And I'm not talking about those payday loan places. Please stay away from them. But I'm talking about like reputable financial advisors who can teach you how to consolidate all of your debt and manage it into a manageable payment because what happens is people have so many different credit cards and they'll have a little bit on this one and a little bit on this one and a little bit on this one and then you don't even realize how much you're spending. So it's kind of about managing all of that too. And I'm not trying to get off topic because you're probably thinking, what are you talking about living the life that you dream of? But a life you dream of is not going to be a life where you have all this debt. And I know there are people out there who will say, manifest anything and spend anything and don't, I, I don't believe in that. Um, only because um, you have to be realistic as well, okay? You can't go out and just say, I won the lottery for a million dollars and then go spend all this money that you don't have yet. I'm, I do believe you can manifest money and you, that money can come in easily and I do believe that, but I don't believe that you should be one of those people who just spends, spends, spends above your means, because I think that there's a test in this too, and that the universe is saying, look, we are going to provide, and we want you to trust us and all of that, but also, you've got to do your part. You've got to manage everything. You've got to be, you know, responsible, and for many of us, the money issues that really come up is that we don't know how to manage it. We really don't. And many of us weren't taught that. I mean, I know I took a basic accounting class in school and they taught us how to write a check. And I think we might have had to do our taxes, the 10, you know, what was it that? 1090 easy or 10, I don't even know anymore. But anyway, it was something that was simple, but they didn't teach you how to manage credit card debt. And, you know, the first thing when you go to college is they have credit card companies standing there waiting for the new students. And there are even companies who prey on students take out these college loans and they're very high interest. And they don't know any better because nobody teaches you this. 
And unless you're fortunate enough to have parents who were good with money and knew how to handle all of that, you probably weren't taught it either. So it's something that we really need to to deal with because unfortunately money is a thing it's what runs our society and we need to be good with it you know we don't want to be in debt and debt and debt and I while I do believe there are times when you have to spend it to get a return on your investment like in taking courses I believe that whenever I took college courses even though I was shelling out money at the time and like oh I don't want to have to pay this it was definitely something that benefited me in the long run because it went towards my career and things like that. So I'm not talking about, you know, when you're taking classes and things like that, you have to do that if you want to advance your career. And I get that. I definitely had to do that. But it's your personal spending. Like, what are you spending? And I'm not saying that you should live like a pauper or anything like that. No, I don't mean that. But just taking a look at what your finances are and looking at what you need to do to make sure that you're not overspending where you don't have the money and not creating huge amounts of debt. And also, not just financially, but take a look at the people around you too. Because another problem that we can have in our lives, which can cause us a lot of frustration, is to be around people who are emotionally draining to us. When they want to use our energy. I was just talking to a client today, the sweetest, sweetest person, and you can tell super nice to everyone and wanted to be a giver. And I know so many of my listeners are like that. You know, you're just nice, nice people, which is great. But there are people out there who will take advantage of that. They will allow you to give and give and give and give and give until you're resentful and angry. And I know because that used to be me. I would be in a relationship with someone who just took and took and took and definitely did not give, did not put in what I put into the relationship. And I used to tell myself that I'm just being flexible I wasn't being flexible. I was being a doormat and allowing someone to walk all over me. Sorry, guys. Nala saying hi again. Um, Anyway, I allowed people to walk all over me because I didn't have healthy boundaries set for myself. And part of living the life that you want to live is being able to say no to people and to situations that don't serve you. And sometimes that means that people who are in our lives have to fall away. And it's sad. You know, we were talking about that today. And it's sad. And whenever I talk to people about breaking free of people in their lives, you know, people who are toxic, you can see the tears start to form. Sometimes even falling onto their faces. You can see that because it hurts. It's sad to let people go. But if someone isn't serving you, if you're doing all of the giving and you're not receiving anything and it's not 50-50, then it's not 
doing you any good, you know? It's not elevating you. That relationship is weighing you down. It's draining physically and emotionally when you're constantly giving and giving and giving and the other person isn't reciprocating. You are dealing with an energy vampire and that person, it doesn't mean they're a bad person, but people know that you have to have 50-50 give and take in a relationship and when they know that you're allowing them to take more because it's it's not like they're trying to be toxic but if you allow people to do things they will because you haven't told them look here's my boundary so they just run right over it they don't know what your boundary is until you tell them what it is that's like a little child if you give them 10 cookies, they'll take 10 cookies, right? It's when you tell them, no, you can have two, and then you have to eat dinner, and maybe later you can have another one, but you set a certain boundary with them, right? No, you get one cookie, or you get two cookies, and that's it. But if you were just to let a child take 10 cookies, they'd take 10 cookies, and why not? Who wouldn't? Who doesn't love cookies? But you have to set a boundary for that child and say, no, you get one or you get two. And same thing with people in your life. You have to set a boundary and say, listen, you're not allowed to make me feel the certain way. If you're going to start talking to me that way, then I don't want anything to do with you. Even if they're family members. I talked about that on a previous episode when I talked about toxic family members Just because you're related by blood, it does not mean that you owe anyone anything. If someone is being abusive to you or toxic to you, you have every right to let that go. You have every right to protect your energy, to protect yourself. It does not matter that they are biologically related. So what? Who cares? Just because someone gave you life, it doesn't mean that you owe them the rest of yours. And that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes because we have this ideology in our society that your parents gave you life so you owe them everything you have and that you have to take care of them in their old age. You know what? There's nothing that says you do. And that seems harsh, but if your parents are toxic to you and they're not good to you, and they didn't take care of you, why should you return the favor? Or why should you spend all of your time worrying or trying to make them happy? You owe them nothing. You owe them nothing if they're toxic to you. And that's, again, a hard pill to swallow. And there may be people who say, you know, that can't be right, or I disagree with you because they gave you life. It does not matter. Giving you life does not give them the right to put you down, to make you feel bad about yourself. No one has the right to do that to you. No one. So if you're around people and they're toxic to you, get rid of them. Let that go. And you know, I know sometimes if you still want to have things to do with your family and it's only certain family members who are toxic, you might not be able to cut them off completely. But you can pick and choose when you're around them and you can choose that you're not going to allow whatever they say to affect you. 
Because if people are trying to be rude to you, mean to you, put you down, that says more about them than it does you. Normal people don't have to do that. Normal people who are emotionally healed do not put other people down. They don't have to. There's no need for them to do that. We would rather spend our time lifting people up. So if you have people in your life who don't lift you up and they bring you down, you need to rethink your friendships or how often you go around certain family members because you need to protect your own mental and emotional well-being. It's absolutely critical that you do that. So I would urge you just to take a look at your life and the decisions you make, the things that you're doing. Is it supporting the life you want to live? And if there's any part of that that says no, rethink that. Rethink that. I would urge you to rethink that because you're going to look back on your life one day and you're not going to say, oh, I'm so glad that I did all of these useless things that didn't make me happy. You're never going to say that. You're going to regret the things that you didn't do because you didn't have time to do them because you were too busy doing the things you didn't want to do in the first place and that didn't make you happy. Don't waste your time doing that to yourself. Don't waste your time doing that. The universe wants you to be so happy. And the universe is not going to send you people to be in your life who make you miserable. When we come across people like that, there's usually a test for us. When it's in relationships, it's a test. And usually what I found is most of the time it's a test about Did I stand up for myself? Did I set a healthy boundary with that person? Did I know my own worth? Did I realize that I was worth more than sticking around with this person who didn't treat me the way I deserved to be treated? And that's a test. Because the universe is going to send you people who love you, who want to support you. You know, we we get sent our tr- our tribe, our soul tribe, our soul family to help us, to lift us up, to make us feel better, to help us as we're going through this process of spiritual enlightenment. Because it's it's a heavy thing. It's not an easy process by any means and as I said, you feel like you're going crazy through part of it because you're just doing all of this purging and healing and it's tough. But you're not crazy and you're not alone. It's just the universe's way of saying to you, what do you want? What does the life you want look like? And are you doing what you need to do to get that, to have it? Because a lot of us would answer, no, we're not. No, I don't have room in my life for the thing that I told you that I wanted. And the universe is saying it's time for you to get very clear about what it is you want and make sure that the decisions you're making in your life are supporting that. And when you have even the slightest bit of faith in the universe and that the universe has your back and that the universe is working behind the scenes to bring you what's for your highest good, 
You don't have any need to worry or be upset because you know it's all working out perfectly for you. We're just helping it along. We're doing our part when we make sure that the things we're doing and the decisions we're making are for our highest good, that they're supporting the life that we want to live. And if you're saying yes to people and being around people who aren't good for you, then you're not supporting the life you want to live. When you're staying stuck and small and jobs you hate and relationships where you're not happy, you're not living the life that you want to live. And you're not doing what you need to do in order to live the life you want to live. And the universe is just saying, you know what? You need to do your part and we're going to do our part and we're going to meet you in the middle and you're going to be rewarded with all of these blessings. You're going to have this life you freaking love. So get ready for that. The universe is saying, do your part. Live the life that you dream of. It's possible. And you don't have to do everything all at once. Just start looking at your life and how can you change the things that aren't serving you. Well, guys, I want to thank you for being with me today, as always. And I want to thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. That helps to support my mission, which is to help as many people heal as possible. If you would subscribe to my podcast, that also helps people find me. And most importantly, if you wouldn't mind taking a minute or two to leave a review from wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, or Spotify, I would super appreciate that. That also helps my mission. I want to thank all of you that have already done that. Don't forget to join me on my Facebook Lives. I go live every week. Uh, You can check my Facebook page. The link is in the description of the podcast to see my Facebook page. And if you like my page, you'll be notified every time I go live. And I always notify you the morning of that I'm going to go live that evening. I do readings. And if you join me on the live, I also pick cards for people who are on the live, as well as people who watch the replay. But you're more likely to get a card reading if you're there live, because I will usually try to read for everyone that comes and joins me. But on the replay, I just pick one or two people. And also, if you need anything from me, a Reiki session, a past life regression, or a spiritual life coaching session, do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can book online, but most people prefer just to contact me and book that way, which is perfectly fine. I can that way get you the time that fits your need the best. I am in the central time zone, just for your information. Or if you have any questions, you know, you want to work with me, but you're just not sure how, Don't hesitate to reach out. In fact, don't hesitate to reach out ever at all. I love talking to my listeners and hearing from you. It's great to get to hear that people are listening from all over the world. So thank you for all of those who continually reach out. It is amazing to connect with you. I want to send you guys massive love and light today. I hope that you have amazing blessings in your life today and that the rest of your week will just breeze through with abundance and happiness until I talk to you again. I hope that you have a beautiful day. Talk to you soon.